Welcome to Bible Hacks. I'm your host, Shaz Jones. Just a quick one today. I saw someone recently online, very wise person, and I don't want to diminish what they were talking about at all, but they were saying it's not about time management, it's about attention management. And you've heard me talk before about the importance of attention and how Proverbs in particular, the main book of wisdom talks about paying attention and giving attention and looking at what you give attention to. Uh, So I'm not disagreeing with that distinction, but I do want to just draw your attention to the fact that you can be very focused about your attention and disregard your time, and that's not a good outcome either. So whether you audit your time or you audit your attention, either of those inputs, what you're really looking for is what is the output, what does it produce? And whether it's more time or more attention or more of any other resource, really what you want to focus on is, is this waste or is this value? Is it waste or is it value? And that's a spectrum. So it's not just binary. It's not like you're either pregnant or you're not. No, (laughs) you can be a little bit wasteful and a little bit valuable at the same time. And most of us are somewhere along the spectrum. A lot of us are more towards the wasteful end of that spectrum, unfortunately. And so... I want to draw your attention to Mark 14, where Jesus was anointed at Bethany. And this woman comes and um, while Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, who had previously had leprosy, um, she came and she anointed the anointed one. She anointed Jesus. She broke the perfume and then people at the table said why waste such expensive perfume so they knew it was valuable and their response to that value was when it's poured over Jesus it's a waste and they asked it could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor so they scolded her harshly so their plan for that value was to convert it into money and then give that money to the poor. But Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you and you can help them whenever you want to, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth, whenever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. So I'm just fulfilling that prophecy of Jesus that her deed would be remembered and discussed right here, right now, more than 2,000 years later. So incredible leverage for that woman and the value that she brought to that incident that night, much more value than the critics 
who claimed that they had a better plan for the value. <laughs> um, and the, the thing that they identified as waste was actually value. So that tells me that it's not always easy to distinguish where you are on that value waste spectrum. It's not easy to discern, am I providing value here or is what I'm doing wasteful? And it's not easy for others to always discern your value. Um, I've been in lots of situations where the value that I can contribute is quite high and yet people have perceived my value as quite low. And then I've been in other situations where my value is, the value that I contribute is quite low compared to what I could be contributing. And yet others have really appreciated and been grateful for and recognised that value far um, out of proportion to what I was actually providing. So it tells me that it's hard to discern and that Jesus is really the best judge of whether you're providing waste or not, and that this woman also provided great value. So the, the disciples or the critics were seeing the fact that it was expensive as uh, wasteful to contribute, but Jesus saw the fact that it was rare was that it was valuable. And so in your business, when you realise that this is a continuum that we're all on, you should want to try and contribute the highest value that you can to your clients. And often a lot of the activities that we are doing, are, they make us feel good in a sense because we're busy, we're doing something. But And there's a certain type of person too who that is their whole esteem and busyness is how they feel good about themselves. And so if they see you sitting and thinking and analysing and planning, in other words, preparation, they'll despise that because it doesn't look busy enough for them. They, they'll think that that's a waste and you should just get on with it. <laughs> I've been working with a client recently and she'd say, I'd say, oh, I'd like to do this. This is how I'll approach it. And she'd go, no, just get on with that. Because she's drawn to, she's attracted to things that are physically active and that look busy. And so she, in her conversation, is always talking about, oh, I've got a lot on at the moment, got a lot on at the moment. Oh, it's really busy. Oh, I've got so much, like I'm carrying so much. And <laughs> that's her whole conversation and where she draws um, esteem and value from, but it's not really producing value for others. Where she just sat down and looked at preparation, even though it doesn't look like busy, it would save her and her clients so much heartache <laughs> and produce much better outcomes. So anyway, as I said, just a quick one, but I want you to start thinking about what activities in your business are actually of most value to your clients and what activities are really just waste. Let me give you an example that I have from my business is I used to travel to my client's place of business and I would interview them there, I would develop a strategy and work with them there. And then I realised 
that all the time in the car that I spent going there and the time finding a park, and even a lot of the time that I was actually there because they wanted to be hospitable and welcoming and so there was this sort of small talk kind of that happened. Um, And, you know, none of those things are bad things, but they didn't actually solve the problems of the clients. They didn't actually produce a result for the client. And so I started saying, well, I'm not going to do any of that because that's all waste. It's not value. What that meant was I could get to a result quicker for a client so it was better for them. And also I could deal with more clients um, so I could uh, extend the amount of value or multiply the amount of value to people. So it could be as simple as that, just saying, okay, what am I spending most of my day on? What am I spending most of my attention on? And is that actually solving a problem for the client? Is that something that I can control? Is that a metric that they're worried about that that is going to produce some kind of profit for them? And if it's not, then even if you have critics that say, oh, you have to do that, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't do that, forget about all of those voices and just focus on what the good news is about your value. I find it really interesting that Jesus ended by saying, I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed because that is the best news for your business (laughs) is when you meet with a client, you contribute your highest value and they recognise it and say, hey, I just want to share this with everyone else for as long as this activity is going to go on even beyond my lifetime I want other people to know how much value you contributed to me so I hope I've contributed value to you if I have then please let me know in the comments and um, I would love to continue a relationship of providing value to you in the future thanks for listening today Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Shaz Jones, and you can go to facebook.com slash biblehacks for more from the Bible Hacks podcast. Until next time, God bless.